Hey guys, it's me, Mary, and it's Thursday again, which means it's time for me to record another podcast episode for you guys. Honestly, this past week has gone by really, really fast, but the days have felt so slow, if that makes any sense. Like, I feel like just yesterday it was Friday, and and I was at work, and now it's Friday again tomorrow. But also, like, yesterday was the longest day ever. I was just waiting for it to turn, like, 5 p.m. so I could, like, eat dinner and feel good about eating it at an acceptable time and not eating it at 3.30 like I really wanted to. But, alas, I'm just a girl. Um... Since I've talked to you guys last, I've done some stand-up. I had one show on, oh man, when was it? Wednesday? Tuesday? It was a great show, loved it. And then I had another one at Upright Citizens Brigade on Saturday at like 11.30 p.m. at night. Which is so late. I had to drink a Red Bull before I did it because I was like, I had, I worked a whole shift of work, like at a theater before going. And I got home at like 10 to like let my dog out and like get ready. And then I just kind of sat on my bed for like an hour in this weird limbo because I was like, what the hell do I do? I have. 45 minutes. Usually I'm getting ready for bed right now, but somehow I have to try and hype myself up to do stand-up. Anyways, it went terribly. It was so bad. I bombed really bad. Um, But that's okay. Because it happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like texted my dad after the show, and I was like, I literally just said, I bombed. And then the next day he called me all worried just to like make sure I was okay. I was like, hey dad. And he was like, oh, you're actually fine. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm chilling. Don't worry. Um, What else happened this week? Jeez. Oh, well, bombing, bombing was a weird experience because I feel like not only was I not kind of feeling doing stand-up, I also was in a new space where everyone knew each other there. I didn't know any of them. Like, a lot of the people that got asked to do the show, like, collaborated on ideas. And I just quite, didn't quite get the idea of the show, I think, at first. It was supposed to be, like, people coming out and doing their dumbest shit. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like, I'm only one person, so I don't think I'm going to do a skit, so I'll just do stand-up. But then all of the people who got asked to do the show, like, knew each other, so they were able to write skits with each other and do them. So I was the only one who did stand-up. And not only did I not, was I the only one who did stand-up, I, there was no mic. <laughs> so both of my hands were totally free, and I didn't know what to do. I literally got on stage, and I was like, I'm usually used to having a mic in this hand. Now I don't know what to do with it, so I'm just going to put it in my armpit. So for the majority of the set, I just had one hand on my notebook and one hand in my pits. Uh but honestly, I looked pretty cool doing that. I looked, like, really chill and, like, I was nonchalant until I realized I was bombing because then I got really red in the face and I just kind of lost it. I think it was a mixture of, like, I wasn't feeling on that night. 
it was a really late show. It was a different crowd than the crowd I did earlier that week, so my material probably wasn't as good for them, I guess. And also, I think the crowd in general was like, it's 11 damn 30. Like, why am I at a comedy show? And I feel that. And also, again, they probably weren't expecting me to go out there and do stand-up after all of these sketches and stuff. Whatever. I just keep reminding myself that all comedians bomb. That's part of it. It's part of the experience. And while I cannot believe that other famous comedians have bombed, uh, I trust them. Also, I have been going to a lot of comedy shows recently. And every once in a while, they'll have someone who, like, walks out. Who, like, you know who they are. And they do a set. And look, it it has been refreshing to see like established comedians not necessarily do their best. Not because like I want them to not do their best, but because it kind of proves to me that it's a process, you know, like that they're trying these jokes out like that. Just because I'm newer to it doesn't mean that like I won't always be doing that. I think like a lot of times there's an expectation that like once you've made it at a com- as a comedian like you never are bad but like yesterday I saw a show and this guy did stand up who I saw a couple weeks ago so I was so hyped that he came to the show he wasn't supposed to and his set wasn't bad but it also wasn't incredible I like to say that he did way more the other time and I think he was he was trying out material. And so it was just like refreshing to kind of see that and be like, okay, so there's a process for all comedians. It's not like you need to get to a point where you're funny all the time. It's like you're still allowed to kind of have that grace period where you try stuff out. And that's that's just refreshing. And I feel like I've been learning that this summer, which has been really helpful. So Bombing TBH felt like shit in the moment. And while I had to then be backstage with all these people I didn't know afterwards. Um, But then as soon as I left the building, I was totally fine. I was like, who am I kidding? I don't care. I'm never going to see these people again. Whatever. Um, And TBH, happy I got it over with. Like, now if it happens again, it's fine. Yesterday, I also met Kristen Shaw, who, if you don't know, is my little icon, and I bawled my freaking eyes out in my car afterwards. She's the voice of Louise Belcher She on Bob's Burgers. She is in Flight of the Concords, my second favorite TV show. Loki could be first, but I think it's a little too niche. Um, and then she's in so many other damn thing she's like oh she's mabel and gravity falls like like she's in like every cartoon she's iconic but she has a really unique voice like i do and so growing up i was always like why the hell do i sound like this like what am i gonna do with this no one's gonna take me seriously and then when i was i found bob's burgers when it came out and it was my favorite show ever and during hurricane sandy my mom made me a bunny hat just like louise has on the show except mine is yellow and blue and the ears don't stand up Um, because she inspired me so much. When I found out she was an adult, I was like, holy shit, that's me. That's literally me. And I didn't take the hat off ever. Even in the summer, 
Um, not even when I slept. Apparently, I found out like a year ago that my mom would take it off of my head at night and wash. I had no freaking idea. Um, but that's how much I love this woman was that I wanted to embody her character at all times. Like for like three years, I wore this hat until finally, I don't know why I took it off. I must have gotten into some other phase, but like, that's how much this woman means to me. And so when I got to meet her, it was incredible. And like, she gave me a hug. And it was awesome. And she was so cool and just really down to earth. Like, before the show, I could tell that she was awesome because she was literally just dancing to the music, having a good time. And I was like, oh, I was like, man, she really is just happy to be here. Like, that's awesome. Uh, And I could go on and on about Christian Shaw, but I feel like I just had to share with you guys that, like, they always say, like, never meet your idols. But, like, she was so worth it because she was so cool. Like, she was a dick, obviously. If if your idol's an asshole, obviously don't meet them. And I feel like if they're your idol, you know enough about them to know if they're going to be an asshole or not. So, like, you know, maybe if your asshole, not asshole, I mean, maybe your asshole is your idol. I don't know. Maybe if your idol is, like, who's an asshole in real life? There's so many. Oh, God. There's so many. I don't know. Maybe if your idol is like, oh, why am I blanking? I feel like I should be able to list off assholes really easily. Anyway, if if your idol is an asshole, obviously, yeah, don't meet them. But Christian Shaw, like, come on, she's the sweetest. And it was especially like special for me because I'm 20 now and I'm I still sound like this. When I was eight, I didn't know if I'd always sound like this. But now that I'm 20 and I know that I'm going to freaking sound like this forever, it's just like really nice to have someone who kind of paved the way for me, who I can look to. Um, you know, we're not close or anything. Like, you know, I don't even think she remembers me. But, like, you know, I have someone who I look up to who shares a very personal experience that I have who proves to me that, like, it's going to be okay and that having – a cutie silly voice is beneficial in so many ways and that I can use it to make people happy. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. I'll make the photo of, of this podcast, a picture of me in the bunny hat. I have one picture in particular when I went to go see life of pie in 3d when I'm wearing it and I look absolutely rad as hell. Uh, you guys remember that movie life of pie? Yeah, apparently the book sucked. Never read the book, but my brother had to read it for school. And I am not upset that I didn't read it because he said it sucked and I believe him. And I don't really like reading that much. Although I am reading Daisy Jones and the Six right now. Um, Had to take a brief hiatus from it because (laughs) I spilled my green tea all over it and I had to let it dry. But I'm back. Today was the first day in three days that I've been reading. And this book is like, I eat this up. Every time I turn to a new page, I'm like, it's really good. Uh, It's about a band. I'm sure you guys have heard about the show. Uh, But it's dope as hell. Um, Books like that I can read. You know, good ones, like interesting ones. But boring ones, no way. I hate reading when I have to read bad books. Someone asked me to talk about travel. And they dropped into my DMs. And told me they liked the podcast, which was really, really sweet. Shout out to that person. Um, 
I want to say their name was Ollie or Oli. There was an accent over the O, so I, I'm not quite sure. But he is from not the United States of America. And his thing was he wanted me to talk about travel because he feels like uh, Americans generally just, like, don't leave the United States, which TBH I think is true. But I think maybe part of that is because our country is a little bit bigger than a lot of other countries. Like, you know, we're way bigger than France. If you're from France, like, yeah, you're going to travel to other parts of Europe because you need to see different kinds of landscapes. But the United States has so many different kinds of, like, ecosystems and landscapes and biomes and whatever that I think maybe people, one, people probably can't afford it, um, which is so sucky, and I feel like there should be way more accessible ways to travel the world. And two, because there's so much just to see in the United States as it is that's really accessible that, like, TBH, like, you're never going to see the full United States. Like, I feel like you're going to keep discovering things. Like, I'm from Massachusetts, forest farm town. But then I drove cross country and I drove through the desert and saw the Grand Canyon. It was breathtaking. And there's still so much more that I haven't seen than I've driven cross country that it's like there's. And even different cultures. You go to the South, it's totally different. Everyone's sweet to you. Um, but at the same time, I feel like I've been experiencing people going out of the country a lot, probably because I'm in college. So, you know, like. Last year was my junior year, so a lot of people went abroad. I did not. Um, very jealous. But so right now it feels like to me that a lot of Americans have been going, you know, abroad and experiencing other countries. But I, I think because we live in a very large country that isn't that only borders two other countries it sometimes it's a little bit difficult like if you Europe I feel like it's easy to see a bunch of Europe one because of uh god what's it called you know the thing that Brexit oh the European Union because of the European Union it's literally built into your culture that you travel because it's so easy or like but also at the same time I don't think that's an excuse because my best friend Angus he's from Australia and that kid has been everywhere. One time, he missed three months of school. He moved, first off, they lived in Australia for a long time. And then he moved to uh, Massachusetts when we were in sixth grade. And we bonded over our love for Wallace and Gromit. Gotta love it. Um, but I feel like Australians kind of have this culture where they need to travel Maybe that's because they're, like, too secluded. Like, they're literally an island, and maybe the difference is the United States has some other bordering things. But still, like, I remember he moved to the United States, so it doesn't matter. Um, like, one time he took three year, three months off of school to travel around Africa. Like, he went to Namibia and, like, backpacked there in the desert. And there was, like, lions and shit that they would have to hide from and stuff. And I think that's incredible and just, like, a really valuable experience. And because of that, Ingus is one of the most unique, educated, well-rounded people I've ever met. I think that's why I like him so much, because he's had all of these experiences that, you know, make him have no interesting things, have interesting things to talk about, have – he has really unique interests, like – 
really weird ones sometimes. But that's so cool that he has those because he's found them from other places. Um, I've traveled a little bit, and I feel very lucky that I've been out of the country. I have been to Europe, and I've been to Asia. But I would like to go to other places. I would love to go to South America. I would love to go to Australia. And then I'd love to go to Egypt because I have family there. And I think that's going to happen soon, actually, because my dad's been talking to, like, our uncles and stuff like that, and they really want us to come. Uh, My grandpa was Egyptian. May he rest in peace. And was, like, one of, like, I don't know, like, 13 siblings. And they all lived in Cairo. So, like, we have so much damn family there. Um, In my freshman year of high school was it freshman year yeah in my freshman year of high school I went to Hong Kong and I stayed in an apartment for a week I did like a short-term exchange at one of like the other schools that was connected with our schools because I went to a really small school we were public uh but it was still really small just because I live in a really rural area it was kind of easier to get these trips organized because rather than having like a hundred kids want to go on it, you'd have like six who would be interested in going on it, which also made it way more affordable because it was way easier to get grants and stuff for that. So I was really lucky. I stayed with a girl in an apartment in Hong Kong with her parents. And that was a great experience. The girl did not like me. which is totally okay but her parents really liked me and i really liked her parents every morning i'd eat cornflakes with her dad at the breakfast table and he would like demand that i eat more um not in a mean way just in like a he wanted me to eat more because like i don't know it was really cute honestly it was really endearing and that was one of the best moments ever their apartment was so small like I'm talking like I couldn't open my suitcase in the room that I was staying in. I was staying in her room, which probably is why she hated me, because <laughs> I took her room. I didn't mean to. They gave it to me. Um, it was like I couldn't open my suitcase in it. It was so small. And, man, I'm trying to put into perspective. I, don't, I wish I knew square footage lingo, but I don't. I don't know anything about square footage, but it was really small. Um And I just had a great time there. I had an exchange student a year before that named James, who I got really tight with. And then I got to go see him again, which was awesome, in Hong Kong. And then we went to mainland China for, like, a week, and that was not staying with people. That was just, like, traveling around. We went to um, Nanjing, Hangzhou, and Shanghai, which was lit. Shanghai almost got kidnapped in their big thing because these men cornered my friend Madeline and I and were speaking to each other and laughing and cornering us and it was really uncomfortable and we ran away from them and they followed us. They probably weren't trying to kidnap me, but um, it sure felt like it because I was very short and they were towering over me and cornering me. Anyways, it was awesome. That, That trip was really incredible and... I feel lucky that I got to experience it. Then my junior year, I went to India um, for another, like, short-term exchange, except we didn't live with the other families just because it was too hard to kind of navigate with, um, God, what what was it for? 
I think it was just too difficult with the things that we were doing. Um, and for that, that was incredible. We traveled from, we landed in Delhi, uh, spent like a day or two there. Then we went to Jaipur, which was my favorite city in India. I had some crazy hot Indian food and they only gave me like a Dixie cup full of water and I actually thought I was going to die, but it was delicious. And I got awesome henna while I was there too. And then we went to Agra, which is where the Taj Mahal is. And obviously that was fucking lit. Like, it's fucking awesome. And there was dogs everywhere and I loved it. And I didn't pet the dogs because I was told I wasn't allowed to, but I did take pictures of all of them and it was awesome. Also, Jaipur, the Prince of Jaipur, wow, what a nice-looking man, right? In high school, I would, I convinced myself that I was going to marry him. Uh, and he's single. So, ladies, if you're looking for a, for a hubby, look up the Prince of Jaipur, because not only is he a literal prince, he also plays polo, and he's very attractive. Um, and then we went south to Madurai, which is where the school was that was hosting us. And we literally spent a week there. I made some awesome friends who I still talk to sometimes today. Um, And basically, we learned Bollywood dance. And then we learned a traditional Indian dance called Kuchipudi, which is where we didn't have this part, but there's a plate, like a gold plate that you use to dance on, like you step on it. We didn't do that. We learned the part of Kuchipudi without that. And it was awesome. I won Best Dancer, which was pretty lit. Um... (laughs) I was not expecting it, but it was awesome. And that was just a great experience because I was literally hanging out with kids my age who were living in India and we became buddies and stuff. It was interesting because they were very sheltered. Like, I think that's what I realized the most was like, like I remember one kid asked me if I'd ever seen Wolf of Wall Street and I was like, yar. And he flipped because he was like, I want to see that movie so bad, but I'm not allowed to. The only movies that, most of them were allowed to see were like Disney movies. Like those were the only movies they talked about. Um, and then they were also really into like music that was really popular like two years before. So like I remember this kid's favorite song was Stitches by Shawn Mendes, which TBH is an awesome song and has a special place in my heart as it was also one of my favorite songs. But this was like 2018 in that or 2017 this was 2017 and that song came out in what 2013 2014 god i don't remember but that was his favorite song and that's how all of their music was was like they didn't have anything new so it was just interesting it was it was really fun and fabulous and just the best time ever and i'm so grateful that i got to have that experience especially because the food was so fire um i did Almost shit my pants in a restaurant, though, because it was so bad. We did a walking tour of Madurai, and I, I at the end, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, and I was clenching. Went into the bathroom. They made us leave our bags on the bus, like the van that we had, and usually, like, I had toilet paper. I had a roll of toilet paper in my bag with me because a lot of times the um, restrooms don't have toilet paper there, and... The one time I was told to leave my bag on the bus, I went into the restaurant, went to the back. First off, the toilet was brown, and there was cockroaches everywhere, and it was covered in dirt. And I was like, ugh, the kind of dump I got to take for this is not going to be good for that. And there's no toilet paper. And I was like, all right. I sat down at the table, ate some food, 
it was like bread. I forget what it was called, but it was really yummy. And like it's this big, like pancakey kind of thing, but crunchy. And it's in a roll and it's really big. And you break it off and you put it in like different kinds of dip. And it's delicious. It wasn't non. I, I can't remember what it was. Um, but that was awesome. And then I got back on the bus and boom, hit me again, clenching the whole way. It was awful. And we had to wait an extra 20 minutes because some of the other kids ran off and we didn't know where they were and we had to wait for them. So I was like, I was holding on for dear life. Finally, we get back to the hotel. I get up to my room. My key doesn't work. I am on the verge of tears because this is going to be terrible. It's awful. I was terrified. I run to my teacher's room. Her key does not work either. I have to go down the lobby and that's where I did it. In the lobby bathroom. And oh man. I will never forget that day because that is the most memorable dump I've ever taken. And I kind of want to vomit my mouth a little bit because it was so bad. It was literally awful. But that didn't stop me. I kept eating shit and it was awesome and it was delicious. And like we weren't supposed to have uh, food that had like fruit that had a peel on it that you ate the peel. So like a guava, you wash the guava in water. You're not supposed to do that. Because the water there has different bacteria that my stomach quite isn't used to. Probably why I got sick is because I was brushing my teeth with the water the whole time. <laughs> but then I got used to it. Uh, so jokes on them. But like we weren't allowed to have like like a banana's fine because you peel it. But like a guava, you're not supposed to. I ate the guava anyway because I can't resist, and it was the best damn piece of food I've ever had in my entire life. Um. But yeah, I had the best time ever. It was awesome. And I feel really lucky about that. Since then, I haven't really done a lot of traveling. Um, I've been to Europe, I've been to England, and I've been to France. Went to France when I was really little, um, in fifth grade. And then I went to England with my mom and my aunt, and that was awesome. And I went to go visit my boyfriend in November, October, and that was awesome too. So, I've done a little, I've done traveling. I'd say I've done a really good amount of traveling, and I'd love to do more. Um, And I hope that I am lucky enough to do that in the future. But I would agree with this guy's comment that, you know, I think Americans don't necessarily travel as much as other cultures, other countries and other cultures do. I just think, you know, that's not part of it. But I think, you know, he, this guy was clearly from Europe, and I feel like it's really common in European culture to travel. I think that's, like, a big thing that they encourage. One, because it's easy with the EU, and two, because that's just part of it. Same with Australia. Like, Australia is, I would say, the closest thing to being Europe that's not Europe um, in terms of cultural and stuff like that. Um, and they travel. It's part of their culture. Um, and I think other countries maybe just don't, don't have that as much like the United States. Um, but anyways, that's my time, y'all. Sorry I rambled for a really, I guess that's the whole podcast is me rambling. Anyways, let me know what you want me to talk about. I'm open to anything. You can DM me on Instagram at mary.shallaby with recommendations. We can put it right on the podcast here, um, in the comments. Literally, let me know. Thanks for listening. You guys rock so hard. I have so many more listeners than I was expecting. I just reached over a thousand plays, which is like, I cannot believe that. Um, and I'm happy that you guys like to just hear me ramble. It means a lot. 
And you can follow me on TikTok at real underscore Mary underscore mother underscore of underscore God. That's long. But yeah, I'll see you guys next Thursday. Bye.